Welcome to the Freedom Bus Podcast, a place where dreams and adventures have endless possibilities and a mom's dream can come true into reality. I'm Elizabeth M. Martin, licensed acupuncturist, mindful mompreneur coach, creator of the Five Elements to Freedom self-guided course, and host of the Freedom Bus Podcast, a podcast where we interview real mom entrepreneurs and their journeys in finding freedom, balancing their life's work, and navigating raising amazing humans. So today we have Cynthia Shankman. She is our mompreneur with four children, three grandchildren, health lover, and essential oil guru. I love uh, Cynthia because she's taught me so much about essential oils, and it's really been a great part of my self-care routine, and um, I'm so excited to have you on here today. Thank you, Liz. I'm thrilled to be here, and I love being on this gorgeous bus. The (laughs) colors are so rich and pretty, and oh oh my goodness, I feel so wonderful. Thank you. It really means a lot because, you know, the bus really means so much freedom for me and, uh, you know, the ability to show my children that, you know, you really can achieve, achieve your dreams. And, you know, I'm really here to just prove that moms, you know, they really need to fulfill their dreams to show their children to do those, mm-hmm. do so because the same. Of, yeah, because of the children. Yeah, definitely. exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so just let, tell us about yourself and like, what, what was, I want to hear more about your journey, um, about being a mom entrepreneur. Like, so tell me, tell me, first tell me about the, some of the businesses that you are involved in right now. Well, for 15 years, I have been sharing Young Living Essential Oils. It is my heart, and I love it so much because it empowers people. So the the point of freedom, um, because that is a huge word for me, and the freedom bus that we're on is a huge word for me, and empowerment is absolutely huge. And I'll tell you a little bit about my story and how I was not empowered and um, how Young Living and Natural Medicine helped me become empowered. So that's one business. And my other business is Alchemy Organic Juice, which is based in Austin, Texas. And that was born from um, a really negative and not very good uh, diagnosis for my daughter. And together, she's a young mother. And together, we put this beautiful juice company together that is serving all of Austin. And it's so, so exciting. So two things that really empower women and myself. And um, it, it's a beautiful thing. So those are my two passions. I juice love it. and um, plant juice through the essential oils and vegetable juice. <laughs> right. I love it. I love it. So, you know, I love to just start with um, why it is that you do what you do. Um, you know, I think really you have to start with why are we doing, you know, from a self selfless reason and a selfish reason, why are some of the, what are some of the reasons why you, um, what led you to, you know, kind of being your own boss? <laughs> okay. So from the earliest days, I was a stay at home mom mm. and, um, I, I was the boss. I was the CEO <laughs> of my family. Right. And right. I loved doing that. I loved it. I always had a small pulse saying, mm, what could I do I wasn't the money earner in my family, but what could I do to earn um, some income? Right. So I always had that pulse, although I loved, loved, loved taking care of my children. Um, Then when it came time to discover, I had a a health challenge myself, and I felt these plant medicines on me and the change that they were making in me. And I was like, that's when the selfless part came in. I was like, I have to share this with people. Mm -hmm. If I was so helped by this... There are other people out there who could get these tools, these very, very simple and easy tools into their hands, and I could help them too. So that was the selfless part of it. And the selfish part of it, as you were mentioning, was um, I loved interacting with people and teaching people and sharing with them and watching them have the tools to change too. Right, right. You know, um, 
you know, as I was talking to you earlier, uh, as a mom, sometimes we feel like tremendous guilt about doing things, you know, or we feel selfish for, for doing something that we love or taking away, you know, time from our children. Um, you know, but we had talked about how it's it's important really to and change, you know, part of my mission is really to change that mindset. You know, I think that our children learn so much more from what we're doing rather than what we tell them to do, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, mm-hmm. what do you think is something that was really helpful for you um, to just kind of get started in doing your own, in your own business? Um confidence which yeah. I honestly didn't have that much of but <laughs> so it's the same way okay so just back to the kids and them watching us right, right. so my children were more teenagers when I ventured into this and I remember I was a stay-at-home mom so I was present for everything sometimes and, I think that's harder sometimes you know any yeah. any any version of being a mom is 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 intense right but true, <laughs> definitely true. sometimes I think being home is even more emotionally draining oh than, it is than it going to definitely work, right? was, that's why I always had my eye on hmm, how could I <laughs> <laughs> do something in addition to this yeah but I will tell you my teenagers they definitely had pushback on me they yeah. did now a baby's not oh you know younger children aren't going mm-hmm. to but these teenagers had pushback on me for sure they were like where are you you do this with me what about where are we going shopping when are we what about my game so right. there was so that there, there's a balance in it mm-hmm. there's the self that coming you're realizing yourself and you see your people your children and there's a real balance in it and there's an uncomfortable piece there's mm-hmm. an uncomfortable portion of time where you're figuring it out and you i would just say push through it because on the other side is the sunshine on the other side there's um it's it's wonderful because then you get both and i will tell you i have four children they're all entrepreneurs today that's Every amazing single one of them doing amazing amazing things and doing their own businesses on their own time Oh my gosh, I love it. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. you know what? I see entrepreneurs as like artists, you know, they're mm-hmm. they're really just and if you can find your purpose in life, if you can find something that contributes to the world in a positive way, that is just the most amazing thing. I think we're we're all meant to do that. Um but I think sometimes people just have a hard time understanding or knowing even what they want to do. I think a lot of times um, you know, what I've seen is that maybe they don't know how to tune into what lights them up on fire or they maybe even are, uh, you know, stunted by other people's stories of like, you know, not having a, a belief that they can do it. So mm-hmm. um, what was part of, you know, going back to like when you first began and, and you having that pushback with your teenagers, like, what do you think that um, big push was for you? Like, I know you said it, you know, confidence had a lot to do with it. How do you think you built your confidence? Like, what was that? Can you remember that like first step of like, okay, and deciding like, okay, this is what I'm going to do? Um, yes, it was just the desire, the Mm -hmm. quiet desire inside of me, um, that, that said, go ahead, you can do this, you can do this. I also was a huge walker, meaning I that was what my exercise was. So I would go out on the road, I would do my walking, had my sneakers on, and I would talk to myself and say, come on, you can do this. And and yeah, and it just... Almost I, like mantras. Like, yeah, mantras. Yeah. I am confident, I can do this, I can... That's great, yeah. And the desire to see the... the desire to... The willingness, let me say this, the willingness to be uncomfortable. Mm. Because... The way that you learn is only by doing it. And I've seen this time and time again. Mm-hmm. Like, But I, I even do it now sometimes. I'm like, oh, I don't know how to do that. But the only way you get to do it 
is by doing right. it. Like, for instance, this podcast. Yes. You know, like we're here, we're doing it, <laughs> and that's how you get better. And it's it's something that I have seen time and time again. So what I would say is just do it yeah. and don't do it well. Like right. give yourself permission. One of the earliest stories I have was my son was, um, you know, he was a good student. Things were going well, and he had a, a lovely life. And But then he was starting to meet with challenges. And I looked at him and I said to my son, I was like, go out there and fail. Mm. go out there and fail and to this day he tells that story he has a wonderful business he's he's doing great and um he said mom that was so helpful to me you gave me permission to fail it's okay it's the only way that you can really get through yeah no I agree I, I have chills just hearing you say that I think I think what separates a lot of entrepreneurs is they've fit from people that haven't you know taken the leap is that they haven't they've probably failed a million times before they even began and it's just not being afraid to fail is just kind of learning through the failures like that's how I know every mistake or quote-unquote mistake I've made in my life or every failure um, I just took it as a learning lesson to to grow and just okay I'm not going to do that again Mm. (laughs) I'm going to do something Mm -hmm. a little different right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) so um, and that's kind of what I've seen a lot in especially mom, women, entrepreneurs, like I said, I think they're a whole breed of animal, a whole different breed of animal, right? There's like the entrepreneurs and then there's like being a mom is pretty badass too, you know, but then like when you combine the two, um, you know, I know for me, one of the things I struggled with when I first started was that just, um, you know, understanding like my schedule, like how do I balance that? Because when you become an entrepreneur, you can, you know, essentially pick your hours, right? You can, you know, and and that's something that I loved about being an entrepreneur is that I was able to control my schedule. I was able to be there for my kids when I wanted to. It was a little bit more flexible um, if, if you're good about structuring it, right? But a lot of times I felt like, you know what, I'm not quite like a stay-at-home mom, but I'm not quite a working mom. So I was like, I, I just want to hear like about what other moms are doing. And I, and I, you know, I found myself kind of struggling that they're, you know, at least in my community, I really didn't know a lot of people that were doing what I was doing. Um, so, you know, my question to you is like, so I always like kind of just search for, for other mom entrepreneurs, like what do they do? What is their schedule like? (laughs) You know, so I'd love to ask you like, what is, you know, what is a typical schedule for you? Um, like balancing being mom. And I know you just came back from a trip and you're about to go back to be with your, with your daughter. Tell me a little bit about, um, how you structure your schedule. Like when do you work and and when are you quote unquote mom? (laughs) Mm -hmm, Well, that's the wonderful thing because you can, uh, about having your freedom, right? Mm-hmm. You can do, you can create programs, you can write papers um, at night if you choose to. Right. Um, and, you know, maybe spend three hours, two hours, three hours creating something. Right. Usually between the hours of nine and five, if you need to speak with people, that's when you're going to be talking to people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um Sometimes, of course, childcare really, really helps. We do have to look at that. Um, but sometimes that nighttime, I think, is really help for, uh, helpful for creation time. And we need the quiet time in our minds right. to create the plan of what it is we're going to be doing. And then um, during the daytime, um, well, for myself personally, I love self-care. Mm-hmm. Big self-care <laughs> Now person. we're going to talk about that next, right? <laughs> yeah, I love self-care. So I, I carve out that time. Uh, for the meditation, for um, you know these other few things that I do right. um, for self care, because what I find is that self care nourishes me, and of course it's always a balance. The same way, um, 
you know, there's a balance when you're trying to take that confidence to move forward and, you know, being aware of, you know, okay, now I'm going to take the step. Right. There's this balance in self-care, watching out for the children, um, and, you know, being there for yourself. It is a big balance. Right. So every day is not always the same for you. It's Do you have like a map of like when you're doing, you know, you I know you said nine to five is really when you t- you, you allow yourself that nine to five um, time to speak with other other people about questions they have about essential oils or things like that. Is, is that what I'm hearing? Like, There's a period within that time, but I can yeah. do other things within that time too right. because it is my time. Almost right? like quote unquote office hours. Yeah. yeah. And now there can be other times too where if I'm working on a project or even we can talk about the, um, the juice company because that's something else we, yeah. the, uh, the vegetable juice company. Right. Um, it's sometimes we're, we're building something at the moment or we're getting a new machine in or we have new hired, new hires and we want to teach them new team members and we want to teach them. So then sometimes things can be a little bit more intense. And so you need a little bit of extra child care. Right. Um, in this case, you know, my children are older, but I do have my grandson. He's only mm-hmm. two. So we're, you know, we're looking to get somebody uh, some wonderful child care for him. And, and we have it. Right. And so that's that's part of our job, too, mm-hmm. is to to uh, secure the right kind of care that we want so we can go and do what it is we need to do. Yeah. And, and the reunion is beautiful. When when you come home and you've put in an amazing day and you're creating new things and you come home to your child, and I'm sure you know this too, it's so satisfying because you know you're, you're leading the way for them. Agreed. Yeah, for sure. You know, that is something that I did struggle with though. It's like, oh, I'm not home with them, you know? I think that was one of my struggles is just like, well, when am I, you know, am I a bad mother? Cause I'm not home. You know, I think this was mm-hmm. a lot of things like that would come up and I think do come up for a lot of moms, like, and that's kind of what prevents them from getting started sometimes. But yeah, you're right. Like being able to do my work, you know, and, and, and be with other, other people, you know, treating patients or, you know, managing my team, like that is so fulfilling. And that really is my purpose in life. Um, and then also being a mom is my purpose as well. And it, I feel so much more fulfilled when I do come home to my children and knowing that they were taken care of. Um, you know, I'm just so much more full of life and full of energy and for sure, like, you know, it's, it's so important to, you know, to do your work, um, and then be able to come home to them. And then, you know, um, also just even seeing them yesterday, I had to bring the kids to work for a couple of hours and, um, you know, it's just pretty amazing them kind of seeing what I'm doing for the world, you know, and, and, and I would probably imagine the same for you. Like your kids just, you know, the fact that your kids are, you know, all entrepreneurs is pretty amazing. Yes. <laughs> so you gotta, you must've taught them right. <laughs> I think it was those, uh, those formative teenage years. They, yeah. And even though they were pushing back on me, I was like, no, I got to go out. I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to go teach you an oil class tonight, or I'm going to, uh, you, you know, what, whatever I was doing with uh, my creations. Yeah, for sure. I love it. I love it. So tell me about, um, some, what is your self-care routine? Um, well, when I'm on point, meditation, mm. even if it can be, it could be a 50 minute long meditation, which of course is wildly yeah. long and so satisfying. <laughs> However, if it's just 10 minutes, it's just five minutes connecting with something larger than yourself. This is just a slight aside for a minute. My phone died um, in last night. I yeah. didn't realize it. I set the alarm to come here early this morning. Okay. Um, and there's what my, my point about this is there's something bigger. I, my eyes flew open at the exact time that my <laughs> dead phone, <laughs> dead battery have, phone, it's exactly six fifteen. Oh my God. I was God. like, really? Because I was so excited to come here. <laughs> I was like, that's amazing. There's, there's always the evidence that there's something bigger going on around us. 
And we need to just tap into that just a little bit each day, even if it's five minutes, acknowledging that there's a bigger story than just us. And there's something out there helping us every step of the way. Even waking up at 6.15 when the battery had died. <laughs> you weren't I was so happy when that happened. That's I was like, great. oh my goodness. I, love I was that. so meant to be here, Liz. No, I totally <laughs> agree with you. You know, I think we all have to have some sort of, um, you know, inner work type of practice. Um, meditation is also one of my self-care things as well. Like, you know, I think a lot of us don't sit still for a moment. We're kind of just go, go, go. And especially as entrepreneurs, I think, and moms, we're just, there's so much in our brain that we need to have that self-reflective time. And it can be just a few minutes. It could be just three minutes. Um, acknowledging so, it. Acknowledging it. Right? And then and then asking and look and asking for the signs mm. and looking for the signs because they're there every day. Right. Waking right. up at 6.15 was a sign. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, my other self-care is super simple. It's drinking water mm. with a little bit of salt in it, high quality salt, because that helps it get into the, the cells a little bit better. Mm. Now, that might sound a little funny, but it, it's invaluable. It changes lives. You could be kind of tired because I'm speaking from experience um like oh I'm kind of run down I'm tired as soon as I start drinking that water and I keep track of it right it's eight cups a day different different life yeah and you know what you just reminded me that that's where you started your health career was being a uh colon hydrotherapist there you mm-hmm. go so you have that knowledge mm-hmm. that was one of the things that you started as well so yes <laughs> yes <laughs> that brought you to where you are I guess right yes well, I, that's interesting. I never heard with the salt, but that makes yeah, sense. Just a little bit of salt in each one. Like I'm talking about a pinch, you know, like eight grains. Okay. That's really interesting because in Chinese medicine, salty flavor is meant for the water elements and water is all about abundance and, you know, flow in your life. So when you are deficient in water, in the water element, you, you know, salty flavors is what you add. So that's interesting um, that that's just something that you naturally do for your own self-care is um, really mm-hmm. just helping to cleanse the body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love mm-hmm. it. I love mm-hmm. it. Do you know what, um, you took the quiz on my, on the website, you know, do you know what uh, element archetype you are? I feel like I want to say wood. Feel like you want to say wood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say you're a wood because woods are very um, motivated. They're very, you know, usually they're pretty athletic and they're very structured. Um, you know, they, they can, work themselves pretty pretty much you know if you think about like wood like springtime we're in the wood season right now so the sp- it represents the spring in chinese medicine and it it uh you know tremendous energy comes from making a seed into this amazing tree right and it's like a lot of motivation to kind of break through the the ground and and kind of you know get have the strength to and and motivation to grow but also have the flexibility to sway in the wind um and usually wood types have a really uh, big hard work ethic so <laughs> i think that uh represents you <laughs> for sure i love that description and i'm going to take it <laughs> because Love it. <laughs> and it makes sense that you like the, you know, the water elements with the, with the salt because water helps to grow wood. So interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, so what were some of the challenges that you, um, I think our, our audience would like to know what are some of the challenges that you faced as a, as a mom entrepreneur and how did you overcome them? What was like one big challenge? A big challenge 
would have been <laughs> I know I'm stumping you here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, a big challenge as a mom entrepreneur would have been, first of all, the confidence to move forward, as mm-hmm. I had said, and mm-hmm. then balancing them. They, mm-hmm. they just, I have to go back to that. It was just, they wanted my attention. They were used to my attention as right. teenagers. Um, and holidays, I used to make holidays like, Oh my goodness. It was like Disneyland. Yeah. Right? Like this was, <laughs> and then when I was a mom, right. an entrepreneur, I honestly didn't have the desire to do that as much because I was creating in a different way. Right. They, they actually didn't like that, that I was changing some of those <laughs> traditions. So how did you overcome I that? I just didn't do it. <laughs> and then they got used to it. Then they got used to yeah, it. And they okay. got used to it. So I guess, I guess my point in saying that is, is there's going to be pushback, right? There's yeah. going to be pushback, whether you have young children and there's, you know, childcare involved or doing different, you know, whatever is involved, there's going to be pushback, right? Teenagers, there's going to be pushback and young children, there's going to be pushback. And that's a challenge. And, and how did I get through it? I think I got through it by seeing the vision ahead of me right. of where I wanted to go. Mm. And that was it. And just saying, you know, that's where I was going. But at the same time, balancing it for, for the other for the people that I was caring for and loving, right, and, and also, always with a large heart, like knowing that they would that I'm there for you, but I'm creating this too. Yeah, I love that. But even also, just what I'm hearing is like boundaries, right? Boundaries mm-hmm. within yourself, like just because you can't really give. You know, we always say this, but like you can't give from an empty cup, right? So if you're fulfilled, then you're you know, you know you are actually starting to allow yourself to be fulfilled in a certain way in your own creativity. And that, you know, I think as moms, a lot of times we would, we, we think that we need to just give all of it to our children, but um, then we, we leave depleted. And, and I hear so many stories of like women and moms that their kids grow up and then they're like, they kind of like, well, what, do, what do I do? Like what, who am I, who am I anymore? You know? So I think it is important to hold on to that piece and, and have good boundaries. Like this is, this is what, um, mom likes to do and you know what and they're going to get used to things are going to change and and that's okay you know I'm sure you love them in in different ways and you know there are other traditions and things that they um, look forward to even after that for sure (laughs) for For sure sure. definitely that's a perfect explanation of boundaries boundaries right (laughs) and and knowing that we're worthy of the boundaries absolutely um and that's a conversation you have to have with yourself I agree you know and um again connecting um, to something larger than yourself and knowing that you are worthy. That's really important piece and, and having your vision of I, where you're going. I agree. So what is freedom for you? How would you define it? Oh, thank you for that question. I love it. <laughs> it's a really great question. Freedom for me is um, choice mm-hmm. to do, to go where I want to go. The, the idea that somebody could tell me now, now, of course, everybody should have the kind of work life that they choose, but right. I just didn't want anybody to tell me I can take two weeks off mm. and not ha- that. I, that was very hard for me. <laughs> so that's why I think that was another thing that motivated me right. too. Is like, oh, I want to do this on my terms. And, right. and again, for my children, I wanted to be there for my children when I wanted to be. Right. Um, it would have been very difficult for me to say, oh, I, I can't do those things because of somebody else saying it, I could say it, I mm-hmm. could put up the boundaries and say, I can't come to do something f- today, or we can't do X, Y, Z today. 
But for somebody else to have been ruling that over me, no, 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 no. Yeah. That would have been good because <laughs> then I was creating for them, not creating for myself. Mm. Um, so freedom means to me uh, a few things. It means um, freedom to treat my body the way I want to treat it with mm. plant medicine, um, with plant juice. That's freedom. Those choices are amazing and they are, it's what gives me life, quite honestly. Mm. Um, the freedom to be with who I want to be with and when I want to be th with them. Um, and freedom to create mm. huge, huge, absolutely huge. I love that. And as women, like we are naturally creators, we create life, mm -hmm. right? So we're, um, you know, we represent a lot of the creative energy in the world and it's important for us to have that ability and, and that freedom to do so. So it's pretty amazing that you took that leap in order to have that freedom, right? And the freedom to dream. Yes. The freedom to dream because from what I have seen and it is the dreaming that brings about. Uh, you probably dreamed this bus into existence. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> I've probably had this vision for, I don't know, at least five to, you know, 10 years even just having this bus. So it is pretty amazing. You have yeah. to think of it first. You have to, you know, have a vision, right? And then write down that vision. Manifesting is a big part of manifesting is it starts with just a thought and, and a dream and, you know, having intention with that dream. And, you know, you don't realize that every day you can, you know, you contribute to that if you can constantly have it in your mind and you have that end game, that bigger picture. So you had the bigger picture of just being able to, you know, you may not even know what you want to do, but you know that I want that feeling of being able to not, you know, being able to take two weeks off and not have a, have an issue with it. Or, mm -hmm. you know, I think it's those type of things that um, really help you come to back to home to who you are and what you want for your life is just kind of having that awareness of like, well, what kind of life do I like, would I like to have? I think that's also part of being an entrepreneur. It's more than just why you're doing what you're doing, but it's also like, what kind of life do I want for myself? Um, and I know for me, like, that's why this bus, you know, I kind of just always had the vision. I'm like, I just want a bus. I want a bus that I can convert and, and travel the country with my, with my children. That's the kind of lifestyle that I want for my life. And, you know, um, people, you know, you always, people are like, why do you want a bus? Why don't you get an RV? But I'm like, but I want a bus. <laughs> so you just always kind of hold on to certain visions and, you know, just even, I think, you know, just holding on to the vision of, I want to have two weeks off, I think is, is a start to, you know, your journey and, and what you want your life to look like. We are the creators of our own life mm -hmm. and just kind of, um, sticking back to that why and why is it that you do what you do? And, and a lot of it, I know big part of why I started my own practice and continue to have my own practice is so that I could also have the freedom to be with my children and also, you know, do what I love to do. And, you know, I think when I first started out, I was working six days a week. And then when I, <laughs> and then when I had my son, my first son, uh, I went down to one day a week, you know, motherhood was not quite uh as easy as I thought in my head <laughs> um so I I was but I I couldn't have done that without the support you had mentioned support before you know with with any dream you have to have and especially as a mom you need to have amazing support in your life um, whether it's you know your husband or you know or a, a babysitter or a, an amazing nanny or something like that you um I think some people are scared to kind of give that up. But as entrepreneurs, we understand that we need to create the space in order to fill it, right? Um, and have that support. And so who are some of the, what are some of the support systems that you have in place so that you were able to 
you know, create this dream life, this life of freedom that you've developed? Well, for me, I didn't need support with younger children because my children were older by right. that by that time. Yeah. But um, I have watched my daughter, who has a, a 18-month-old who grew into a two-year-old yeah. right now. He was nine <laughs> months old like when we started our um, our juice business. Right. And I've watched her be very brave um, in choosing childcare. Mm. And remember, I raised my children um, mostly on my own, or, you know, I didn't really, I was a stay-at-home mom for right. the beginning part. So I've watched her be very brave and say, he's going to be okay. Mm. And she chooses wisely. That's yes. part of the job, too, is to actually... Uh, find qualified people that you love and you trust. So right. that in of itself is part of becoming an entrepreneur right. is to find those people mm -hmm. who are going to support you. Um, and then having the confidence and the, the dream ahead of you to say, this is going to be okay. You'll be okay here for the next four hours, six hours, two hours, whatever it is. Right. So, um, I, I, so I can't really speak to the fact because my kids were um, older, but I have watched my daughter do it. And uh, it takes, it take, you have to use that confidence to say, I know I'm putting you in a good place. If you did your pre-work, first you have to do your proper work of finding the right care. Right. Agreed. And then, um, and then your confidence to leave them. I have to say too, just even, um, you know, in the beginning, my kids were going to a Montessori school and just I saw how much confidence they got when I wasn't around. Like sometimes I think children learn more when mm -hmm. their parents are not there, you know, because then they're instilling confidence and independence in them. And even now that I, ha you know, have a uh, um, in-house uh, teacher for them, you know, I just see that they learn sometimes when you step out, they now are their own individual person and they're able to grow even more um, in ways that you didn't even expect because now they're getting exposed to, to things that, other than just you. So I think um, for me, that was a little hard, you know, just kind of letting them go to another space. You know, it's like, no, but they're my kids and I don't, I don't need to make sure they're safe. But yeah, I agree. Like having the, being brave enough to say, okay, they're good. They're, you know, they're taken care of. I trust these people. Um, you know, for me, I've, I've seen that it actually helped um, exponentially for them um, to instill confidence and independence within their life. So I have to agree with that. I've seen that also yeah. with my grandson. Yes. yes. <laughs> so it's, it's a good it's a thing. beautiful thing. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> it's a beautiful up. It's really thing. True. It takes a village for sure. Um, so I know we're running a little out of time. I feel like I could talk to you for hours, but um, I want to ask you uh what is it that you want to carry over into into the future generations? I know that you've already started that with um, your children, but what would you like to see in the next uh, in the future generations? I would like to see people know that they can think for themselves, mm. independent thinking. Um, particularly, I'm referencing towards health. Yeah, independent thinking, knowing that there is a toolbox of health that we don't that that is so natural and so easy to access and so inexpensive. Mm. Um, now, here's the thing. When we, when we follow along oftentimes with the mainstream, right. we don't get a chance to hear those other stories mm. of how people are helping their health through very natural, simple ways. Right. So what my, my desire for my own children, and I have instilled this in them, is to look on the other side, see what else is going on. When you take that choice to to move the seat over and see from a different direction, new things will start coming to you. Right. So I, I am, 
we live in this very, very natural world from how I clean my house to how I take care of my mind and my body. And it, it's so exciting to me. Um, but if all you're listening to is mean the, the, the regular things, right? Mm. The, more tra the more traditional things of our world, you can't hear it. Right. So just move over a little bit and discover these things. So my, the legacy that I would like to leave and the legacy for the future is to get back to nature and know that there are so many healing things out there. Ancient Chinese medicine, right? right? I mean, this, <laughs> what's the word? Ancient, yes. you know? And um, there's so many beautiful ways to heal the body. And I just, my legacy is to say to people, keep looking, keep mm -hmm. searching, keep talking to other people because it's tribe, there. Find your tribe, right? Find your tribe F too. Find your tribe, right. For sure. But, but the people who aren't in tribes yet and they're mm -hmm. kind of like, well, I don't, I don't know about that. Just start thinking about it like we were saying, manifesting right. and, and start <clears throat> finding it. Um, right. And it's, it's a beautiful thing. We can be so well, even in these times of what's going on right now, there, there's access to amazing things. I love that so much. So as my essential oil guru, I want to know what are your three favorite essential oils? I know there's so many, but what are your like three go-to ones and, and why do you use them? Lavender. Lavender. Because in stressful times, we just have to inhale it. It will go directly through the olfactory nerves, directly into the limbic system of the brain, which is where the hypothalamus is, which is where the pituitary and the pineal gland, all of those things are, are sitting in there. Right. As you're breathing that in, it's lowering, lowering your cortisol levels. Mm. And what happens? Then your, your whole body is better. Your mind is better. Your cortisol is lower. Um, so lavender, easy. Just make a little scent tent. And breathe it in. Love lavender. My signature in my office. Love oh, it yes, so much. Oh, yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. Okay, the next one is a little bit unusual. It's um, myrtle. Oh, interesting. Isn't that? Yeah, myrtle. That was my um, point of entry essential oil. Okay. The reason was is because it helps the thyroid so much. It actually cleans off the thyroid. In the modern world today, we're often um, putting chlorine on us and some uh, scents that don't do chemical things, and they can be attached to the thyroid. So using myrtle over the thyroid actually cleans it up every day so that we can actually get the real hormones onto there. Wow. So myrtle. I'm going to be getting some myrtle. <laughs> so good. And then the third one would be um, frankincense. Mm. Frankincense is beautiful for meditation. It's very grounding um, and it's elevating at the same time. So it does two things for us. It um, helps us ground, but it also helps us elevate our thoughts. Mm. Um, it's fantastic for skin. It helps shrink pores. Um, and makes just gorgeous skin. It's such a spiritual oil too, right? Mm -hmm. it, is, it brings in some of the spirits. You know, I know I use frankincense when I meditate. I love it so much. And I also love its traditional thing, you know, just in, you know, I grew up as, as Catholic. So frankincense was one of the things, you know, frankincense and myrrh, you know, mm -hmm. I always love thinking about that. It's also a Chinese herb for healing, um, for healing uh, the skin as well. So I love it. I love when there's a merge in that. Um yeah. Th so Cynthia, like, tell me, uh, you know, how can people find you and, and how can we contribute to, um, you know, tell us about where your, your business and how can we find you on social media? If we have any questions about essential oils or juicing, um, tell us about your company and, and where we can find you on your social media. So on my social media, you can find me at Cynthia Jump. That's Cynthia, and then the word jump after that. So Cynthia Jump. Mm -hmm. um, absolutely DM me you know, def, that's a perfect way to find me there. Um, okay. That's a great way to communicate. And then for the juice company, you can find us at, um, al at um, Alchemy Juice. Okay. 
on uh, Instagram. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah. So Cynthia, thank you so much for coming today. Um, like I said, I, I could talk to you for hours. <laughs> um, before we uh, end, um, is there any, any final thought that you'd like to give um, something of value to our listeners um, as it comes to being a mom, entrepreneur, um, or any type of self-care? What would you like to leave our audience with today? I'd like to leave the audience with the word faith. Mm. Sometimes you don't see it right in front of you, but if you keep your faith in what you believe in, in your values, in your principles, know what it is and move forward in faith because it will be achievable. We can all do anything, anything we want. It's all right there for us. Mm. Thank you. Thank you so much, Cynthia. I'm looking forward to um, having the audience learn more about you. And uh, I know that you've really created such an impact within my health and my business and, and, you know, just supporting uh, mom entrepreneurs like myself in in self-care. Essential oils are one of my go-to things. Uh, So thank you again and, and welcome to the bus. And Maybe we can have you back sometime. I'd love to come back. This is awesome. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Liz.